Hello, welcome to Being a Boss, talking about real open, serious emotions about life and owning a business. I'm Rose. I'm Courtney. And welcome to the Shit Shit Show. Show. We're going to put one quarter in the Donna jar. We promised my mom here we'd uh, give her a little quarter for every time we said a cuss word. So we're going to try not to do that. Let's get a little cheers. It's not Whiskey Wednesday, but it is Wine Wednesday. And we are here to talk about, literally, real open, serious emotions about life and owning a business. And Courtney here, we have been in business together. She has done Twisted Foods with me. If you don't know the back history, you should go watch one of the 32 episodes that are already on there with me crying and me being really emotional. Um, And then if not... We talked about our first relationship and all the way on episode one. What a shit show. Quarter to the Donna jar. We talked about literally up until we met again. And when Courtney gave me a beer. And then what happened? Did she just buy me a beer and I disappeared into the world? Or did she buy me a beer and we became friends again? Well, obviously became friends again because we run Twisted Dough now. So, Courtney, you bought me a beer. And um, we kind of went back on the last episode. We lost our whole podcast. We might have been a little tipsy. You thought, might have been good. We lost it. We cried a lot. So, it's good. Yeah, so we lost it. That's okay. We're going to try to go backwards and do it and not be as raw and emotional. But that is the goal of the podcast so that you enjoy kind of listening to it and like, what's the story? Or how how did they hate each other and then run a business again? How could they possibly literally hate somebody at some point? Literally, Courtney told me she if it's purge night, she was going to murder me. I mean, this is not a joke. This is not a laughing matter. She was going to purge me. So, how the hell, Donna Quarter Jar, do you become friends again for all that, let alone run a business where only three people do it and you're in the same room together? So, Courtney bought me a beer. Let's go back to Twisted Foods days. I don't know. Reminisce. Oh, my gosh. That was a journey. That was a long journey eight month period that I don't really remember much of. I do remember a couple of good parts. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of it was just long, a lot of hard work, a lot of arguments. Tell them about how you moved here and like I made you come do the day of 24 hours. Yes, so let's rewind. I kind of lost my job because I took the opportunity to reach out to Rose and so my boss cried and fired fired me. So I had to call Rose and I was like, I mean, I guess I'm doing this. I remember sitting on the porch of our apartment with my dad. And I was like, um, I guess I'm going to go stay in Arkansas. So I pack up two suitcases and like a container from Dollar General of all my clothes. Um, the original contract was six weeks. And it ended up being like 14. And um, within 10 weeks, that is when my nervous breakdown happened. Um, right around Thanksgiving. And then we had Christmas. Um, I got demoted. We told the part of why Who I got demoted. You Rose demoted me um, <laughs> because why I, did you get demoted? Because I wasn't doing my job to her standards, which I thought I was, you know, working eighteen uh-huh. hours a day. I was doing great. Um, um, little birdie in my ear told me to demote you, but I'm just saying. Yeah, well, that that person probably will never listen to this podcast, which is Thank totally God. fine. Um, there is one person if you have listened to Rose's. Podcast. There is one person that has not reached out to be forgiven, but Rose has forgiven this person her mark. So, moving forward, um, what turned from six weeks went to about 12 to 14. My parents packed up my three bedroom place with my dog. Um, 
Rose bought my U-Haul because she wouldn't let me leave. She basically said, um, there's too much stuff to get done. <laughs> so that's what happened. Um, so I ended up staying in Arkansas. But how did you get to Twisted Foods? Like, remember, I, I never let anybody come oh, into yeah. Twisted Foods because I'd say, I'm sorry, it's total absolute shit here. If you yes. want to work in food and this kind of business of meal prep, and, and this time we can explain, like, how detailed our meal prep was. We didn't do that. Like, how detailed, why we were so known around the world. But I made Courtney do this crazy thing that probably no job. Well, I do know a couple of people that do it, but it'd only be by a small business owner. Tell about that experience. So I, I drove here. I just packed a small suitcase, drove here. I think on a Saturday, I stayed with my sister. On Sunday, I went to Rose's business. Put some foods back then all day Monday. Rose said to meet her at 7 o'clock, so I did. For free. Mind y'all, I don't really even know. I know what Rose looks like. I've never met this person, ever. Uh, but the girl that worked with her, Mariah, we went to school together, so we've known each other since we were little. So, show up. I see this 5 to 100 pound firecracker, and she is that. <laughs> so, I'm like, hi, and so we hug, and... There was kind of no breath. Let's go. Take all day. It was like, okay, just follow me. So just imagine a puppy not knowing where to potty, like if it gets food all day, where the bathroom even is. Um, and you just follow them around for uh, probably 18 hours. I remember I got there at 7. I think we did. I would have never done 18. 14. Not during my training, but we did do 18 hours Yeah. So anyways, that's down the road. But, so I followed her around for about 11 hours, and I got to my sister's house, and I was like, I'm not sure who this person is. She is a firecracker. So then turn around to get on Tuesday. Um, my, my business that I was managing, cleaning in Savannah, we had two people call out. I only had five employees at the time, so I had to leave early. It was 4th of July week, so I had to drive back on 4th of July. And Rose and I... Um, came to the conclusion, maybe I should work with her, but y'all, I trained with this person, followed her for 48 hours. No pay, no travel pay. It was just like, hey, come see what this is about before you decide. So, let's just ask Rose what her first impression of me was. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I was at the point of Twisted Foods, which even when Courtney got there, it was pretty bad, that it was like, holy shit. You know what? Donna Quarter Jar. If you want to, I'm the one cussing. I know. If sorry, mom. Just give your mom a hundred dollars. Um, if you want to work, you know what? If you want to work here, I was so fed up at that point. Like literally, sometimes you'd find me. I remember this one specific morning. You'd find me, um, Tanya, this little lady who came off the streets to work for us. She would be. Um, she was like, she'd be there every morning. That was like five o'clock with me. And I was there before anybody else. I made all employees get there at 6.45. Prep started at 7 o'clock. And that's just what it was, right? So I'm there on the line waiting on everybody to show up because I'm the manager. Got to be there on time. Make sure everybody shows up. And I just remember somebody not showing up yet again for food. This is food. We're not talking about steakhouse dining food. We're talking about, I don't mean it in a mean way, but we're talking about McDonald's. Okay. We're talking about people who this is just their little minimal job. They mostly job hop. You're giving them a second opportunity. They came off the street. So when you find a Courtney or you find a Mariah or you find somebody that's had a job for two years, right? I was at the point like, okay, if you hadn't had a job for two years, you can't work here. If you're not willing to 
waste 40 or 24 hours of your life you're not allowed to work here and if you can't shadow it and make sure you like it like you can't work here because it's not it's not it's not sunny and bright right like ooh, mill prep they sell so much mills oh my gosh they kind of buy these macros box by box it wasn't that cool it was more like um why is the chicken on the counter again oh mm, i'm not saying names why is there candy on the counter with your keys next to raw chicken? Why are you not having, I mean, food, and it is not just us, I'm sorry, but every food facility, they might not wear gloves. They put their head over their food. The hair would be dangling. I'd be like, excuse me, would you want, where's your head? Would you like your head over somebody's food dangling, shaking it, dancing to Khalid, just getting it down and dirty while you're making their sauce and then shaking your head over it so they get a few particles. No, fuck, no. Donna Quarter Jar. <laughs> so here is, <laughs> here's how food and beverage is what it looks like. And my job is in a food and beverage. What? Can you delete all that? <laughs> We're breaking stuff over here. So mind y'all, I have been in food and beverage for a very long time, minus my time in the Army. So, food members is my passion. However, if you looked at piece of food, the back end was prep. You basically cut all your vegetables, all your meats, cooked the meats. She had some fancy machines back there. I don't even know what they were called. Um, Robocoop. That. And it was really cool to cook your food and proteins in. But then once you... Combi oven. Yep. So, once <laughs> you cook them, then it goes into what machine? An ice blaster chiller machine. That cost probably $80,000. Only 50. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. So you stuck like a tube in it and it would tell you when it was ready. And it could make food cold from literally 180 degrees, 200 degrees in temp to so cool. negative 41, or not negative, 41, which is the temperature that yep. you had to put it onto the line to meet meal prep standards of the health code facilities. And it would do it in how many minutes, you think? You remember? Oh my gosh, it was eight. Yes. I do remember. So... If you just can imagine this line in your head, like a big closet. You're all kind of so close together. You have proteins, you have carbs, you have veggies, you have toppings. And also, mind everybody, we had to memorize the numbers mm -hmm. of fats and carbs of every item on every. every item. Give a number like a candy jar. How many you think there were? How many's in the candy, the cookie jar on the meal prep line? Oh, we had at least 320. Oh, dang. That's, yeah. It's pretty dang close. Between all proteins, all veggies, all carbs, all toppings. So, that was um, very fun. My brain was in overload every single day. Um, she would yell out, hey, what's the fats of cheese? Four fat. I do remember peanut butter's 14 carb. <laughs> 14. So I mean, 14 fat. fat. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, brown rice. 37 carbs for every 4 ounces. White rice, 42 carbs. Wait, that's jasmine. Black beans, 32 carbs. Chicken. Well, zero carb, yeah. Do you remember any? I mean, even I try about, not to. You're talking about tablespoons of salsa. Two carbs. Every scoop, which was two tablespoons, you had to know. Guac, four fat, two carbs. It doesn't matter what it was. You it was, had to know it. It was a lot. So then she would call me as like I'm getting ready to go to bed. And also... So, my Meemaw's house does not have service. So, when Rose is calling me, my phone is sitting in the window and I'm laying on top of my grandma's couch that no one's actually allowed to sit on. So, I'm like, hold on, let me go sit in the window. And um, 
so yeah, that's the way the meal prep one was. Then behind you, you had breakfast and you had snacks and then you had the person doing the labels. So yeah, just following her around. Um, you followed. And then outside of protein, carb, veggie toppings, there was assistant manager who checked the food just to see if they had any dislikes because these people got to check a seven page like and dislike to see it, say if they did or did not like the food. So there was nothing cookie cutter about it. These people could say, no, I don't want broccoli. Fine. We don't give them broccoli. Then you're doing keto diets and you're doing, oh yeah, like macros to a T. Then you're doing people who are, you know, getting ready for a show or people who are allergies. Oh my gosh, that'll stress you out so much. So if they know, if you know food and numbers, you know that, that literally you could go, I want 38 carbon, too fat. You could go, I'm keto. You just figure it out. Male versus female. Well, my workers had to know that keto, males ate 50, 55 fat a meal. Women ate 30, 35 fat a meal. But women had to stay under 20 carbs a day and males would give 25 carbs a day. And they literally had to count this all the way down the line. So if the consumer only bought five meals, they had to stay under it. If they bought 30 meals, they had to stay under it. I mean, you name it, we did it. Um, but any fad diets, we did keto, we did macro counting, we did intermittent fasting, we did bodybuilding, gastric. we did gastric. Like these people didn't have to go, I'm gastric and here's what I need. No, we knew. We took on gastric. We already know that gastric is four total ounces of milk. Pair them. But then try to imagine that. Sorry, technical difficulty. Sorry, I'm about to break everything over here. Um, just imagine being one person and trying to pick out five different meals for one person. So then, Times that by 400 different people. Um, just imagine the way that your brain is trying to create different things all the time and follow every single folder. So then I know we probably mentioned it a little bit, but Rose had this thing called the Bible that Donna um, would get so mad at us for calling it that. And um, you kind of had to memorize about the Bible. Yeah. You better know your verses. And um, customer service. And Step one, step two, step three. What's number four on step three? And that is literally how Rose would teach us. And, you know, everybody has their own teaching. And I remember there was one person, and I'm going to say a word that's probably going to make people mad, but I have to say it. This person sat down with Rose one day and said, maybe Courtney doesn't learn that way. Maybe she's retarded. <laughs> I was like, I dare remember that. Uh, and I just remember yelling at Rose. I was like, none of this is hard. The army is hard. I'm not scared about this. I'm scared about all the other crap we were out there. So, but yeah, that's, you know, if anybody wants to know like a day in the life of Twisted Foods, that's what it was. It was rough. It wasn't rough, but it was rough. But like Courtney's saying, yes, the arm is hard, but like the, man, I can't even explain to you what Twisted, you had to be a special soul to work at Twisted Foods. And Courtney was that. I mean, you couldn't literally walk in there. Some people like, their lives depended on making a change and getting a job. So, like, they figured it out, right? But they want to learn veggies. So, they had to learn 15 veggies, every carbs and every fat for those veggies. Some people, if they only had to work proteins. But the managers, they had to know proteins, carbs, veggies, toppings, and breakfast snack, and how to count them, and each diet, and the likes, dislikes, and then make sure the ticket wasn't messed up. So, these this was McDonald's Have It Your Way. So, so it was called Twisted Foods. <laughs> And you could order anything you want. So now, Courtney, tell us a little bit about the journey to Twisted Foods. What was going through your mind? Because I was kind of more like, thank God Courtney wants to work here. God, we needed these diamond a dozens, right? Twisted Foods was like the bodybuilder's dream off season, except it was my career. And most bodybuilders, pardon me, 
but you won't actually give up the time because you spend four hours in the gym. Well, that's what I did. I gave up my life, quit spending four hours in the gym, and I did all these diets literally by hand, which ended up being sweat equity 16 hours a day. And if I didn't have these diamond a dozens, and I can name Mandy, Courtney, Mariah, Melanie, Melbell, like I've had Rob. I mean, I'm not even count Rob. If you, if I didn't have this guy Rob standing at the computer, we had this program designed that every meal was a different meal. No one thing was the same in, in, in any person's meal. And if they had 10 meals, no meal was the same. So somebody standing at this computer, they had to figure out what was in the box to click it. So the macros, proteins, carbs, and fats pulled up correctly. So can you imagine if somebody clicked one wrong button one time and the, the consumer's confused? Sure about Rob clicked thousands of meals per day. So Courtney's on her way to Twisted Foods. She's going to work here. This is a terrible place to work. But we're here. We're running a million dollars in food. But Kate tells us we're not making any money. So we're. I'm like, I'm going to grind harder. I'm going to take more. Every 20-minute break, if we even got one, I ran down to the office to take a diet consultation or um, a new consult or do a macro set or set somebody up for the line for the next day. So here Courtney comes. She's the diamond dozen. She's coming to Twisted Foods, Jonesboro, Arkansas, baby. And stay tuned because we're going to see if Twisted does the same way. Hi, it's me again. <laughs> Um, sing it, sing it. It's me. Hi, Rose I'm used to be horrible. Oh, that's not the way I thought it went. Um, yes, we went through a tornado, a hurricane, a volcano, volcano, um, a rainstorm, a snowstorm. There were a couple of rainbows. There was some sunshine. I want to hear the. I want to hear the rainbows sometime. Yes. Okay. So, Rose and I became best friends in such a weird way, and it's definitely night and day from today's friendship because when we laughed, then it was like, I hate to admit this, we were laughing out of such exhaustion. Yeah. And by like, you know, nine to eleven o'clock at night, we're just like exhausted. Hey, you want to go grab margarita? We just crack up, and we're still talking work and. Always work. Also, just remember that, you know, Rose and I were trying to plan and design Nashville. And I was I was with her through, you know, I helped design the, uh, what's it called? Bloody Mary. The menu. We, we did the whole menu together, me and Rose. And there's a help from some people. Drunken Saturday morning at my house. I mean, this is how restaurants are evolved. Yeah. So, I was with Rose through all of that. And it was such an eye-opener to, like, see your best friend. And your boss, you know, turn into a tornado is what I call her, or a hurricane. I always say hurricane rose. But I'm in it with love. And so, you know, I decided to come work for her. And uh, mom and dad packed my house up. And so, we got a house here. And I just continued to do it, stuck through it. And we worked 16 to 18 hour days. Uh, what else, Rose? What else do you want to know? Mm. What was your mindset really on the line when you hated me? When you're like, what the? Literally, their their job every hour on the hour it was hanging up behind them. The managers had to go around and go one pet one positive word to all your line. You must smile and be like, everybody smile. You must say, okay, so we had like a hundred something people a day. So we'd say, hey, you did ten people an hour. You're supposed to do fourteen. You can do it. You guys are great. 
let me hear a hoorah. And you'd give everybody like a little anything, anything. And it was literally on the to-do list. Every hour on the hour, you had to check the temperatures of the food. You had to go through the grocery list and send in a kitchen list. So the kitchen could cook their proper amount of stuff because we didn't do just hamburgers and hot dogs, you know. So when 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 the the rule was, and I'd get on to y'all say, okay, why don't you give your team a pep talk this hour? And you hated me. What was that thoughts like in your head? That I was the most motivational person there. I was, I stayed calm. I don't know. Still today, I'm still the goofy one. And always laughing, saying the weird stuff because my brain doesn't process things before I see it. And sometimes, I'm not a good laugh out of it. So that's how it was then. Uh, you know, I wasn't young. I had still a career behind me. So there were times that I would just want to scream at Rose, like, quit asking the same question. 18 times a day. But you didn't do it, and that was my job. So why are you yeah. mad? Yeah. Why are you mad, though? <laughs> Let me know. Um, but, I mean, we all have different aspects in the world that we can we can understand, we can accept. I did not understand Rose's leadership back then. I appreciate it now. I can see it now. I've never owned a business, so I've always told her that. There's a lot of things that I'll never understand that I will always forgive her for. I always say, like, you know, I don't get it, or I don't agree with you, Hey, this isn't broken, so why are we trying to change it and fix it? But, again, I've never owned a business, so I can respect those parts. And it's like when I was in the military, you know, the drill started, they're supposed to scream at you. Do I understand why? Absolutely not. Um, but you just kind of do it. You do push-ups and they yell at you to do push-ups. So that's what it was like with Rose. Rose would yell at you to know numbers and motivate people and pull the products out of the, the air blast and it better be at the right temperature. So that's how it was. But that's a good point. Like you said, to motivate people and to pull products out at the right temperature. Well, that's because that's what was required of me. Like no little Joblos off the street are going to come work for you unless they want to be there, right? Go get some other dead end minimum wage job. And that's what we are running through at Twisted Foods. Uh, the turnover rate in fast food used to be like 80%, right? So we averaged our percentage. We were like 30. Well, that was huge. I mean, we had the same baker for a long time. The same, We had the same cook for five years. Now, the line people, yes, they rotated. But if a line person rotated, how miserable was that for a manager? I mean, you had to you had to step in and do that job till you found somebody that would shadow, that would learn their numbers, that then could come in, that would slow your line down to whatever. So like motivating your line was a huge thing. And then people always say, well, why does it really matter if my, my hair is not back or I don't have this on or a temperature? Because if health code comes in here, it's going to shut me down if this isn't 41 or below. And so Courtney says that. That's a perfect example. That's just what they never had to experience. Those things, those were what I was experiencing. I wanted to. All I ever said back in Twisted Foods days is, I just want to be normal. I literally remember Melwell saying, you're going to die at the age of 40. Wait, can you turn the mic to me? Rose used to be so stressed out and so, I, would, I mean, I probably wouldn't give you the word depressed, but Rose was such a different person back then. Her voice is deeper. <gasps> she had yeah. this cough about her. I mean, she, she didn't look unhealthy when I worked with her, but she, she, I mean, she had worked out, but she looked so exhausted, and I know people have said that to me before, so I'm okay with admitting to say that on here. You know, people say she just looks so exhausted. I'm like, she is. Like, we are all tired, but what she's carrying is this whole multi-million multi company, but yes. <laughs> it was a million-dollar company. Yeah. So someone like me who had already managed before, I don't, I don't know that. And I'm 
joke with them. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't understand that stress. And so there are moments that I, you know, wanted her to understand, like, you own the company, so it's going to be a little more stressful. But, y'all, she had this cough about her, and she just was exhausted. Then her and hip, voice. her hip was messed up. So then, like, someday she couldn't even walk. Like, no, she could walk, but <laughs> it was like she was in so much pain. And then when you are sick, we just kind of all had to work through it. I had to, one day I worked, remember when I worked through strep or were you there? So I didn't know I had strep, nor had I, in all six years of Twisted Foods, I think I'd only missed like a day and a half, okay? Because back then, there was no time to miss a day and a half. So I, was, so I took on the role being the manager. So the goal was to eventually have a manager, which took me a year to train Mariah, which took me six months to train Courtney, however much, for t whatever, it didn't matter. Took a very long time, right? And so I had strep and one day I just, I was, I was literally crying on the line. I remember when Carter worked for us, I was trying to train him to be protein. So it would give me a break. And I'm literally like the protein manager had to do different roles. They had to say one positive aspect every hour. They had to announce um, the quota for every hour. Hi guys, we have 120 today. That means 14 an hour. We're sitting at our first hour. So we're going to hit 14 or hour five. Hey guys. We're behind five this hour. That means we're going to hit 22 this hour, whatever it may be. And they had to go, Courtney Kohler coming on the line. She's a diabetic. That means 25 to 30 carbs a meal. She does not like chicken, broccoli. Kaylee, remember, she hates guacamole. Don't you make her any? And this is how custom it got. So the protein person was always communicating. And I'm here with strep throat. And I, I, I end up being on day two of it. And I'm like crying. I'm like, I can't swallow. I literally can't swallow. I'm whispering to the person next to me like, can you please tell them this? And then finally people are like, this is so bad. Please go to the ER or whatever. I go and they're like, well, you have strep throat. So you've already infected everybody if you had it because you're on day two. You have to take the rest of the day off. I do that half a day and I come back to work the next day. I mean, that was literal my life. I tore my hip labrum since then because I was so unhealthy. Y'all should have heard my voice. I sounded like a man all of my national trip because I had this cough. I had this deep voice because I never got rest. I was under so much stress. Literally, literally thought I was going to die with Twisted Foods. But that hopefully that is not that is not what Twisted does like. This just to give you like the rough background of what's, what's going on in Twisted Dough. What did we come from? How rough was it? Do people actually know what food is? And this was before COVID. We haven't even talked what happened during COVID. So we'll be going through these things. We're going to be going through what happens at Twisted Dough. Um, now, luckily, the crap's like, hey, I just ordered 900 labels and it has the wrong word on it. And I've just wasted $900. That's a lot of the stress now. The customer service is hilarious still. It's great, um, but it's so much less stressful. But the biggest thing is, Courtney and I want to teach you how to build a friendship back from hating one another. How you make it back from, I mean, I know families that like don't talk for 20 years. I mean, I, I couldn't literally imagine doing that, but people do it. How did we do that? Well, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to tell you a lot of that story. There's so much history. We could probably go over and over and over. But Courtney has this very awesome message that, when did you send it? What was the point of sending it? Or is what you saved? Well, I sent it on May 4th, but you still have a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Courtney, remember, Courtney met me for a beer on the first episode and blah, 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 blah. And she has saved this message. So, she sent it to me and she thinks I get it, but I never get it because I had her blocked. And I thought she, anyways, we're going to reread that message tonight. And then hopefully we won't be on Twisted Foods next week. We will always be referring back 
to Twisted Foods. We're going to be more like on friendship. How Courtney and I got past the relationship. What is Twisted Dough like? What kind of funny situations do we go through now? How do we make it? How do three women run what most businesses take 10 to 15 people to run? I'm scared, but I'm going to. We cried through this one last week. Luckily, we're not so drunk this week. And uh, here you go, Courtney. Hello. Well, just a little backstory. So, Christmas went well. I never sprayed down was in November is when I tried to quit and got demoted. See, we hadn't even talked that. Yeah. So, never sprayed down, tried to quit, got demoted. And then we all take three days off for the holidays and we had group birthdays for me. Dinner, they got me birthday cake. We had a great night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hey. It's me. <laughs> so we had um, I turned 26, 27, 26, I think. So I turned 26. Um, January goes by very awkwardly, I would say, because Rose, honest, Rose knew something was different. We will talk through the quitting. We're not moving on. Yeah. Next week, we're talking Twisted Foods. Courtney quits. Woo! My contract gets cut up in front of me. And the <laughs> only thing Rose and I can say to each other is that yeah. How awkward. The most awkward breakup of my entire life. So, that is a little backstory of that. So, for three years, it took me seven months to make Facebook posts because it was a lot. And a lot of it Rose and I have come to terms, and so we just talk into it. Okay. So we come to terms with the things that we both agree on, things we kind of, it's not that we don't agree, it's that we can't see each other's sides because of the positions we are in, both as friends, individuals, humans, the way we go through our minds, work, our backgrounds, and again, positions as the owner and the boss. So here is the one of the nicest messages I could have written to Rose because the other ones were not so nice. So, for three years, I would lay in bed between living back in Arkansas and moving back to Georgia and moving back here. So, I wrote many messages on my notes. So, finally, one, I did not reread it. I just sent it to Rose, but she still had me blocked. So, for two days, I wrote this long thing. She had not read it. So, I was like, can I send this again? She's like, sure. So, we will not cry because last time we cried. We won't do that. So, this one says... Rose, are you ready? Yeah, but don't say so one more time. <laughs> Here it is. Now, I'll actually hear it this week because I'll be so drunk. <laughs> we both just cried. It's really not that many, but the one that I read before. But it was emotion. Yeah. Here it is. Hey. Hi. Hello. It's me. Because how else would I open that? Me, Courtney. Your past. Your past friend. Someone have called us best friends. Your sidekick, your partner, and in a way, your coworker, and someone who cared. It's taken me two years to write this. I think it should have been three, but I don't know math. I've changed it probably 442 times. I don't know what to say, how to say it, to cry, to scream, to punch you, to hug you. Wait, to hug you big time, to dust you out, to give you a kiss on the forehead, or just to lay in bed again, listening to those that are dreams. Or just laugh you again. I'm mad at you. I'm so hurt, which is also hard because I know you're hurt too. I know you're hurt for different, bigger things, but we're all like, still over hurt. Our pains are different. I've learned to understand that. I know.
I no longer want to feel scared to run into you, which it was really awkward when I first ran into you. <laughs> I don't want to feel like this relationship will always be left with such a cold and painful feeling. It was a heartbreak, certainly not as big as you got to that. I love you as a friend, as a mentor, and as a life The hours spent together were so long. 85% of it in the black hole, total blackout, but 15% Head for both sides, hugs, meaningful talks, and all for each and every for sure. I just cried typing this. I have dreamed of just laughing with you again, just understanding how to forgive and not hate, how to literally move on. But I'm back here in this town, I've dreamed of and everything. We both be here for a reason because because we felt like fireworks with each other as a team. Buying you a beer to me was the first step, the first step to forgiveness. Maybe a new journey, I don't know. I've prayed. Prayed, prayed. I've also cried a lot. I just can't see her. Forgive her. I want her back in my life. She's my best friend at the worst time. And now it's Maybe it's not. Maybe we can start over. Why now? Why have a I truly don't know. I just know I miss you. I fear never being able to tell you that I'm proud. I'm proud of you for rising up. And if you only knew how much growth it's taken me to actually say that. I've been terrified to run into you. I did it. It wasn't weird. I just wanted to hug you and tell you. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't understand, but there's always going to be power because us and our past and our friendship. We were unstoppable in a way that I truly believe we were the best team. But at this time, I'm, I can say I'm sorry for ever letting you down. I know you may never understand my anger or sadness towards you, vice versa. I know you may never see my side of things, and that's okay. The past is the past. Anger can't solve anything. But love can. I still love you dearly. I'm so thankful to have seen you again. You brought me hope. Rose, I truly hope you continue to rise. And I pray someday the good Lord will allow us to rise together. Slow clap. Thanks for joining Being a Boss. Talking about real, open, serious emotions. About life and about owning a business. And we'll be responding to that next week.